Good evening and welcome to India Decides. First off, images from Pakistan where the cricketer turned politician Imran Khan has sustained head injuries and has been rushed to a hospital a little while back after falling off an elevator, taking him onto a stage for an election rally. Twelve stitches is what Imran Khan has received. The, the pictures there on your right show this massive fall. Um, more than 15 feet is what we've been told and three bottles of blood have been given to the Pakistani political leader on the election trail. It was an accident um, and he's been quite badly hurt, but these are not critical injuries, uh, we are told, and hopefully Imran will get better soon. But these pictures clearly tell or show what happened as um, the Tariqe Insaf leader fell uh, more than 15 feet and has received 12 stitches in a hospital in Lahore and three bottles of blood as well. This has happened in just the last little while. Well, we'll follow up on that story in a little while from now, but let's move on to our big focus this evening. One of the UPA's biggest bills, the food security bill, meant to eradicate hunger in India, is blocked by an angry opposition in Parliament. Leading up to the next elections, a bill seemed to be massively populist, is stuck in Parliament at the moment. The BJP supports the bill but is intent on blocking parliament because they are clear corrupt ministers have to be sacked first. The food minister says the Gunda opposition is killing democracy. This, as Amartya Sen, the Nobel laureate, says there is a clear human toll for every day that the bill is not passed. The food security bill is meant to ensure that at least 67% of India gets access to subsidized food grain. But at a whopping cost of 1.23 lakh crores, is this a case of good politics and bad economics? Is the government, as the opposition alleges, pushing the food bill to deflect attention from various scams? I'm Vishnu Shom. Here's our top story. Come. सुषमा जी ने कहा कि हम बिल पास नहीं होने देंगे ऐसे में फूड सिक्योरिटी बिल लाना क्या कहीं मुद्दा भटकाने की कवायद है हां बिल्कुल भटकाने की कवायद है लास्ट 6 मंथ्स फॉर वन रीजन और अनदर बीजेपी एंड अदर ऑपोजिशन पार्टीज आर स्टॉलिंग द पार्लियामेंट प्रोसीजर बाय जंपिंग इनटू द वेल ऑफ द हाउस टुडे दे से पवन बंसल और अश्विनी कुमार सपोज दीस टू इश्यूज वर नॉट देयर दे वुड दे हैव सपोर्टेड अस no. So this is purely a physical might, Gundaisam, which is happening in the cause. I would gently remind him whether he was in politics or not when emergency was imposed in India. And Indian democracy was sought to be killed by Congress party. Food security is important. But accountability is all the more important. And let me tell you one thing very significant. Some degree of confrontation is also integral to parliamentary democracy. The amendment we have moved is that the present bill talks of providing food security for 67% of the Indian population. And our amendment is that it should be universal. It should be a 100% food security for every Indian. And that is an amendment in the right spirit of which we think it should be properly discussed. That is the opposition prevents this bill from going. And as a result, the food that subsidy that doesn't take place, what is the number of people who die? That should be a big issue in the elections to come. All political parties say they welcome the food security bill, but want the bill passed only after a proper debate. In fact, key UPA ally Sharad Pawar too has taken such a position. But the opposition's anger over Railgate and Coalgate means that the two-week-old deadlock continues. And any meaningful business is possible only after the government can reach out to the opposition. With camera person Manu Naya, this is Sandeep Pukan reporting from Parliament. All right, well, food security, the, what is it all about on the ground? How does this actually affect so many people over there? Here's a reality check of how this could work on the ground and what some of the concerns are. India's irony overflowing go-downs in the Republic of Hunger. 61 million children in India suffer from malnourishment. At one in four children, that's worse than Bangladesh, 
and sub-Saharan Africa. Even as India is poised to triple wheat exports this year to a record 6 million tons. This as the government moves to procure an additional 53 million tons of food grains will stretch the existing storage capacity resulting in overflowing go-downs. For this family in Madhya Pradesh's Bilai village, food grains rotting in the open is criminal. Vikas earns just 1000 rupees per month as a mine worker. His meager salary just not enough to feed the family of five. Their three children, aged between one to five, are malnourished. UPA 2's flagship scheme could literally be a lifesaver for them. The much-awaited food security bill promises 5 kilos of grains per person per month to nearly 67% of India's population at 1 to 3 rupees per kg. Food security bill may not be an instant solution to the problem of malnourishment, but many food activists agree that it is certainly a beginning. But will the 1.23 lakh crore program be easy to implement? Corruption, coverage and inclusion remain big concerns. If we leave any room for corruption in National Food Security Bill, it will affect, it will uh, uh, contribute in terms of non-implementation of bill. It will, it will also, uh, in a sense, uh, it will also make sure that entitlements do not reach to the poor people uh, and hunger and malnutrition will continue to be in place. Critics say at a time when India's economy is growing at its lowest pace in a decade, the populist scheme aimed at 2014 will simply add to the fiscal nightmare. India's food subsidies account for nearly 40% of overall subsidy cost and is expected to soar to more than 50% once operationalized. So is the world's biggest, most ambitious food guarantee scheme a costly mistake or India's best anti-poverty weapon? Well, what is this going to mean for people in our country? Will this actually work? Because if it does, it will be the largest such exercise on earth. Nothing like this of this magnitude has ever been attempted. Can India afford something like this? Is the eradication of hunger in this country still just a dream? Well, the panel we have for you this evening is perhaps the finest panel in the world to look at various aspects of this. I'm joined from Kolkata by Professor Amartya Sen, Nobel Laureate in Economics. Thank you, sir, very much for being with us. From New York, Professor Arvind Panagaria, Professor of Economics at Columbia University. Also with me in the studio, Professor Jean Dres, Honorary Professor of Economics at the Delhi School of Economics. Thank you all very much for being with us. We are also joined by K.V. Thomas, the Minister of State for Consumer Affairs, Food and Public Distribution. Prakash Javdekar, the spokesperson of the BJP, Sanjay Nirupam, Lok Sabha MP of the Congress. Let me come to you, Mr. Thomas, first. Let's just take a look at what's happening in Parliament today. Are you concerned that one of the flagship programs of this government to eradicate hunger in this country may, in effect, not make it past Parliament because the opposition is stalling you at every stage? See, in a democracy, all the issues have to be discussed in the parliament. The parliament forum should be used. But unfortunately, mainly for the last six months, even the question hour is not being allowed to be run. The question hour is the right of the member. Now, this food security bill, which we started the procedure in 2009 and gone through different levels of discussion and finally it has gone through the standing committee's opinion and standing committee is almost unanimous and now we have accepted larger recommendations of the standing committee the bill has come to the parliament for one reason or another the BJP and other opposition parties are stalling any discussion on the food security. And Mr. Thomas, they fully so intend to continue doing this. So therefore, my question is the same. The BJP says that unless we have a new law minister or the law minister is, is, is resigns or is sacked, unless we have a new railway minister, 
this must this this cannot go through there cannot be anything substantial as far as food security or any other bill so my question to you sir is the same are, are we going to not see the light of day as far as this bill translating into an act is concerned see the present argument of bjp is that they want the resignation of the railway minister the resignation of the law minister is something a argument because even before these incidents they have been stalling the house we started discussion much before all these incidents happened so on one pretext or other they don't want this important bill to be discussed and passed in the house even the publicly they say they support this bill in principle so they should clearly tell to the people of this country whether they want to support this bill whether this important bill which is going to help the starving lakhs and lakhs of people in the country and this is a legal entitlement and this is a life cycle structure the pregnant woman the lactating woman the newborn child the child up to the age standard the aged people are going to get nutritious food prepared food homemade food as per the kilo calories so they should clearly tell whether they are against this principle this bill or what is their political okay, agenda fair enough sir you made that point thank you so much for joining us you wanted the, uh, to to have this as a one on one interview but i am joined Uh, by the BJP, by Mr. Prakash Javdekar, also by Sanjay Nirupam, the Lok Sabha MP of the Congress. A quick reaction to you, Mr. Thank Javdekar. You. Why must you, sir, stall the bill on something which everybody knows the BJP fundamentally agrees with? Everybody in this country wants to eradicate hunger. Why don't you let this one pass, sir? See this. There are two different issues. First is. parliament is not only a debating club it's a seat and house of accountability and we are a nation has right to ask accountability from the government because that is why parliament is made up and so we are asking accountability on one hand and we are saying that start some accountability on your side and we are ready to pass important bills but let me tell you three facts first they waited for four and a half hour years now on the eve of election you want to introduce the bill why you did not introduce in 2009 itself one two major important point because is because there were changes which chatisgarh has made law one minute one minute one minute chatisgarh has made the law which is the most progressive and world acclaimed yes, law yes. on food security yes it covers 90% one minute it covers 90% of population and provides food at 1 rupee kilo so what we are saying is make real pro people amendments and we are ready to pass the bill but when you are looting you are going against your mandate and you are looting the country engage okay, into such so, a corruption so you are talking about the other cases uh, of corruption mr javdekar i just want to i i i know that we know the point that the bjp is making as far as the rail minister the law minister is concerned we'll come back to that in a few moments but i want to go across to dr amartya sen dr sen you've heard mr javdekar over there saying that the government is making a mockery as far as justice against those who are corrupt is concerned how sir do you believe that the pros, that 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 poor people in the country people who need this food the most are actually dying so statistically you believe that you have a number which indicates that if this bill is not passed for every week or every month people are actually dying could you share with us sir that number that you were talking about 60 years you made them die 60 years one, one minute mr javdekar let let dr uh, let dr amartya sen uh, reply to that because yes. he has a number in mind so dr uh, dr sen go ahead yes well the numbers are estimates of course but on the basis of the best information we have the kind of impact it might do is to reduce child mortality by about 1000 per week so we are dealing with about 50 50000 per year 50 52000 per year which is a very substantial number i think the reason to i mean all the questions that are being discussed are relevant um accountability is important 
but why hold the children hostage since they had not violated their accountability no, by wanting... No, please, holding. can you let me finish? Can you let me finish? I listen to you without any interruption. So, uh, why uh, you can fight it out with the government when the government, in your view, perhaps too late, uh, certainly late in your view, is doing something which is good, which you support. Why is it that you raise some question, why didn't you do it earlier, or why, how come you're not punishing the corrupt while the impact of it is like 50,000 extra deaths of children per year? And it could be larger, this is the more conservative estimate. So I think what you have to ask the question is not whether the corruption is not a big issue, of course it's a very big issue. And you also write, Chhattisgarh has done a lot of very good things. But why don't you want the country to go in that direction? And why is it that you're holding it up, or sometimes saying Chhattisgarh has done it, this is not so good, and secondly, sometimes you're saying that the, until the corrupt are punished, we're not going to let the children be fed. I mean, that doesn't seem to be a very reasonable position to take. That seems to be the difficulty in, in the position that you're taking. And I, I think it really, the penalty is falling on people who are not the one you're accusing of having violated anything. Okay, these let me, uh, Dr. Sen, are, Professor Sen, let, let me get uh, Prakash Javrekar to respond Mr. to Mr. that. Uh, Professor, Mr. Uh, Mr. Javrekar, yes. firstly, the number that he said, you answer him, but yeah. also the number. Yeah. 1,000 children yeah. a week yeah. are potentially dying because you're stalling Parliament, sir. We are, sir, talking about 65 years of independence. Calculate that figure. One. Two, more importantly, we, we are not to set agenda. We are not responsible for introducing at that late stage. It is the government responsibility. I have all respect for Amartya Senji, but I am as asking him one question, that why you are not advising the government to be more humble and more accountable and more responsive, which is the essence of democracy. And more than that, we have already said that we want food security bill. We are supporting it with little amendments to make it universal, to avoid the leakages problem and to avoid the exclusion and inclusion problem. So we have studied the matter very deeply. And we won because we have fought against hunger, hunger okay. and we have fought against malnutrition for years. And we have representing the most poor state of the country, made be Jharkhand, Madhya okay. Pradesh, Chhattisgarh. Right. And so, we have, and Rajasthan, we were in that? power. And we have made difference to the lives of people. Okay, Professor Sen, very briefly, do you want to answer that? Because example, I need to go across to my other hunger. panelists. So, Professor Sen, briefly answer that, and then I'll go across to my other panelists. Professor Sen, go ahead. Well, the, the, the issue is that if you think that it's too late, you should have agitated earlier for it to be introduced, which you hadn't done. It may well be too, it may be quite late. Secondly, yeah, uh, it's still a very good thing to happen right now. You say you support it, but you do know that if you do not allow yeah. debates in Parliament, the part, uh, sorry, could you stop interrupting me and I could complete my sentence and then you can come back? that if yeah. it is the case that you do support it, why do you not allow discussion when you know the parliament will, it will cease to be in session at, uh, within a few days from now? So the effect of it is on one side, you're saying you support it. On the other side, you're doing things which make it impossible for actually to go through. So it seems to me that that, if, if the first problem is whether you're thinking clearly. The second problem is you're thinking cons consistently or not. If it is the case that you do support it, then actually do support it. Let the debate take place. Okay. You, right. There was enough time if the interruption had not taken place earlier no. to discuss discuss okay, Mr. Uh, changes, Mr. including Mr. greater coverage. All right, Mr. Javikar, I'm going to come back to you. About. I know we can go back and forth. You and Professor Sen, just, but I really want to focus... Sentence, just, just, just one sentence. Yes, go ahead. Yes, one minute, just one sentence. I have full regards for Amartya Senji, 
But let me also tell very frankly that his whole argument is biased, is biased against BJP stand and uh, he is not advising right. a word okay. to let's the Congress let's that shows his bias. All right. Look, uh, Professor said, I know you want to answer that. I will come back to you in a moment. But I've got other panelists and I just wanted to go discuss some of the most substantive parts of, uh, of the bill. Uh, Professor Arvind Panagaria, I was reading an article of yours in which you stated that uh, it was somewhat disingenuous to believe that the food which was acquired through the food security bill would ultimately reach the people who needed that food. Because even if it did, what stops a person from selling that subsidized grain in black and then using the same amount of grain that they presently use and then having a little amount of extra money in hand. Sir, uh, do you really believe that people in this country are going to do that when so many are hungry? Of course. Of course. If, 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 if hunger is to be cured and if, if balanced diet is to be uh, restored, people have to be persuaded, they have to be convinced that this is, that more food is required, what kind of balanced diet is required. Uh, what, uh, so nutrition is not simply calorie pushing for one thing. Uh, uh, and, and certainly, you know, cash can be converted into kind uh, and kind can equally be converted into, into cash. Uh, and, and certainly don't forget the days when we used to have barter, you know, you could simply go out with, with grain and buy fruits. I, 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 in my lifetime actually growing up in India I have done that. So uh, certainly uh, I, I see no uh, reason why if people are convinced that what they are consuming is the right amount of grain, uh, they will actually take the subsidized grain, sell it on the market and convert it into cash and maybe then use the money to buy medicine for their children. Okay, Professor Sen, you're smiling. You want to reply to that? I assume uh, you disagree uh, profoundly. Professor Sen, go ahead. I do, actually. Uh, you know, the, uh, the complaint throughout uh, India among the poor people is that they would like to feed their children better. <coughs> to say that if they're satisfied with the amount of food they're giving to the children, and therefore if you offer them any, they're going to sell it. I think that completely profoundly misunderstands the nature of the political dialogue. It might look from distant New York as if we are talking about a very abstract situation, but we are talking about real content of the nature of hunger in India. When there is a strong agitation, as it would be clear, there is a strong support for the bill for that reason as well, to recognize that it is possible for them to if it, the bill would make it possible for them to feed the children better, to say that they would sell it off and use that money for some other purpose is really a very unfair acquisition against the parents of the children, uh, the children who are famished. Professor Panagare, do you uh, want uh, to respond to Professor that? Sen. Professor Sen, you, you, yeah, of course, of course. Professor Sen, you are sitting in, uh, in Calcutta right now. Uh, but, but you too sit in Cambridge or uh, uh, elsewhere uh, for most of your life, so you can't accuse me of uh, uh, being in New York right currently. I mean, just like you, I visit six times a year. I have pretty good sense of... Uh, I'm sorry, I think you're moving uh, to uh, okay, so, the way so I have pretty good sense because you brought, it, you, you brought up New York. You, you brought up... Professor Sain, you brought up New York. I so, so uh, in any case, uh, so, so uh, we, we all have pretty good sense of what is on the ground. Uh, and you explain to me why even the top 30% of the Indian population uh, uh, consumes the, the level of calories which is about not very different from the average of the uh, uh, calorie consumption in India. That's number one. Number two, uh, what is at issue is really balanced diet. That's not just rice and wheat. You've got to have a full uh, uh, exactly uh, uh, battery of uh, uh, nutrients that you need to get. And, and, and so you got to inform the people, I mean, either if you think that your government can really deliver, I mean, you are such a firm believer that the government can really deliver all these things, in spite of the last 60 years of mismanagement in which uh, uh, grain washes off the rains and all, and the poor beneficiary actually is at the mercy of okay. the shopkeeper. Professor Sen, you want to reply to that before I go across to John Professor Sen, reply to that before I go across to John Yeah, so, so look, in a really complete Professor Sen, go ahead. But, but you know, I mean, you... <laughs> the government has prevented, different governments in this country have prevented famine from occurring 
since, the, since independence, which used to be a regular phenomenon. And it is the government which has made that possible. And to say that the government cannot deliver anything at all... Well, how, how, come, how come your nutrition is still so poor? Professor Sain, how come 60 years later the nutrition is so because, poor? There is enough because, grain in the country, there is enough milk in the country, we can import it. it. So I, I don't get it. I don't get it. your argument. I, I, I see entirely that you do not get it. I totally agree with that. But the reason why you're not getting it is that in spite of oh, having oh, economic you, uh, growth... Yeah, 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 yeah. Given but, but, but you, you pretend oh, that you get right, it. Professor, let, 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 let Professor Sen answer that question. Let Professor Sen <laughs> go ahead with that answer and then I'm going to go across to Professor Jean Dres, who's been waiting very patiently and is threatening to move yeah. away from here if I don't ask him a question. So, so <laughs> Professor Sen, please go yeah, ahead. The, given, the, given the nature of Indian economic growth, which has been very unequal in its impact on the lives of people, and given the fact that there has not been adequate pressure on the government to deal with even the grain stock they have. <coughs> and from that point of view, when the BJP gentleman was raising the issue that um, why should we have so much stock, we should actually even Vishnu raise that. These are good questions to ask. I think the government can do a lot of very good things, but it has to be... No, Professor uh, said there, there was enough pressure... As citizens, as, as, India, as an Indian citizen, I have to ask that question as to whether the government is doing it adequately. Okay, all right. Professor Sen, Professor Panagriya, I'm going to come across now to, uh, to <laughs> Professor <laughs> Jean Dres. Uh, uh, professor, uh, uh, I, I'll come across uh, to you, Professor uh, Panagriya. In a moment, I want to go across to Jean Dres. because question, you know. All right. Uh, just, just one moment. I, let me just go across to uh, Professor Jean Dres. Professor Dres, um, you know, the word child nutrition came up in one of the, uh, one of the comments being made by Professor Panagriya. Mm -hmm. This has been one of your biggest concerns. Um, that while better entitlements for children mm. may be coming about in the food security bill, the integrated nature of children's needs are not properly spelled out. In simple terms, <coughs> what are your concerns? Okay. I am very glad that you have brought up the issue of children's entitlements because that's a very important aspect of, of this bill or of the, what the bill could be. Uh, let me say there's one point on which I agree with Mr. Panagaria and one point on which I agree with Mr. Javadekar. I agree with Mr. Panagaria that uh, the bill is actually a fraction of what has to be done. You know, we're looking at a country that has a huge deficit, an accumulated history of hunger and undernutrition over decades or centuries. And uh, it's not just a matter of provi providing food grain. And there's been too much focus on the PDS in this bill. It's not just a bill about the PDS. It's also other things, or it could be other things. It's entitlements of children. It's maternity benefits, which are also extremely important. And it could be other things as well. So a lot needs to be done. Uh, and uh, I would agree with Mr. Javadeka that, you know, why, we, why have we taken so long? Why, why hasn't this happened uh, earlier? And I would also agree with him that the opposition parties have many good reasons to be agitated about uh, what is happening. And, you know, the UPA government has given the opposition parties many good reasons to be agitated. But the manner of ag agitation does not solve anything. And when you say that we are doing this because the parliament is not a debating club but a seat of accountability, I think that's just rhetoric. I mean, you know, firstly, debating club, debating is very important. Debating club is a very negative term, but uh, informed reasoning and debate is extremely important. And the uh, fact of the matter is that the uh, opposition parties, or at least some of them, have been invoking a different reason every day in the last 10 days to disrupt the parliament. I've been trying to make a list before I came here. It's just too long to be read out. I mean, one day it's Sarabjit's death, one day it's Ladakh, one day, one day it's uh, Mr. Bansal, one day it's another minister. And, uh, you know, these are actually ultimately just pretexts. So my question remains, if you support this bill or if you, build, if you believe that this bill can be improved, and I agree that the Chhattisgarh bill is actually ahead of the national bill uh, and that the national bill should be further improved, then why are you not allowing that debate to take place? Yeah. Sanjay Nirupam, you've been waiting very patiently. Why don't we flip this argument around as well? There are very serious concerns of corruption or allegations of corruption against the railway minister, uh, allegations of impropriety against the law, the law minister, why doesn't the Congress let things proceed in, in the House by, by making some move, some gesture against these two ministers? At the end of the day, your biggest concern is food security, right? More than anything else. So why doesn't the Congress then take that position and, and, and make a change? It's saving lives at the end of the day. Uh, Vishnu, I hope you'll give me proper yes, time sorry, to go ahead, all uh, these questions. Go ahead, Mr. Nirupam. I don't, I don't uh, disagree with the point that corruption is, is not an issue. Yeah, it's a big issue and we will we'll have to address it. 
which ever minister or any official is found in any corrupt practice action has to be taken against these people there is no there is no uh, uh, question on it and our congress president upa chairperson has always taken a tough stand against anybody who is found corrupt in any anywhere but as far as these two ministers is concerned the whole thing is still very it's, it's still not very clear investigations going on court has to make a final decision and before that bjp is insisting upon the resignation of the minister then what is the use of having inquiry or investigation uh, the institution of investigation in our, in our country so this is absolutely nonsense on the part of bjp first second point food security bill is one of the most important bill it is going to be a revolutionary bill it is going to be a historical step taken by any government in this country or any government in the world all the political parties are supporting it rather they are basically giving a lift service to the bill and when the bill came to the parliament these opposition parties in the name of different issues have stalled the parliament and not allowed the bill to be passed okay, i would like to request yes. that i let let me complete yeah, go there ahead. may be merits or demerits in the bill there may be merits or demerits in the bill you may be asking it should be universal so you are asking for a debate you right that's what you are asking for yeah. but 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 without debating it without discussing it you cannot come to any conclusion mr javrekar you had mr javrekar had a point to that uh, mr nirupam prakash ji go ahead yes my simple point that was precisely what happened the day before yesterday yesterday when they tried to pass the bill in deem every party said that we want discussion we'll give full day for the discussion and pass the bill we commit the passage of bill but have discussion create that ambiance a and b it is not it's it's a smear campaign by congress and some other uh, interest also that it's a bjp which is creating roadblock but communists are asking uh, resignation of two people uh, two ministers telugu desam is asking uh, the samajwadi party is asking all the opposition parties can i from jdu to akali to shiv sena and to non aligned parties also to the nd and non left and other parties everybody is asking resignation including their supporting party sp so it is not can bjp I, can i it is the entire yes, opposition space which is coming into the well and saying that first do this and we are okay, okay, right, closing, closing comments first with you mr nirupam session they can, that is not the end test is not the end okay so i take your point closing comments now mr nirupam very briefly and then i'll go across to my other panelists and then start discussion mr nirupam very briefly and then i'll go across to my other mr mr javdekar you have a right to ask for resignation but at the same time we have a right to refuse your your demand but you cannot stall the parliament for your for your own political benefit the how the country is going to run this important bill has to be passed okay. for the poor you children okay. this country is one of the biggest country in the world we, we are serious in part of the world so there are numbers of people let's not fight on, on the program they are basically starving they yeah. want to just now sanir amat the sir has said that mr javrekar i will just request you i mean we will do this we will do this big fiery debate between the congress and the bjp we will see it in parliament but since we have this wonderful group of economists over here let me just go across to amartya sen one more time professor said uh, very briefly professor said you 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 speak so strongly and eloquently about this bill your closing remarks as we end this debate sir go ahead well i think the bill could be certainly improved on the basis of discussion the coverage could be expanded uh, looking at the cost they you raised the issue of cost no one has picked it up but actually this bill is in fact affordable and compared with many other expenditures we have subsidizing electricity production subsidizing uh, diesel consumption lpg gas uh, fertilizer many other things so it's affordable so actually there could be a good debate to see could we have a more ambitious bill that okay. would be certainly a right thing to do right. but to hold this thing yes to hold this thing as a hostage to say that we won't allow a discussion and then the parliament will die for the moment so that nothing goes through when day by day 
thousands of kids are dying of hunger, I think that is not responsible political leadership. Professor Panagaria, thousands of children are dying because politicians are debating this on and on. Would you at least agree with, with the need to push this yeah, through, sir? I, I'm sure you, you agree, Professor Panagaria, that there well, needs to be debate on this issue. But the larger goal, sir, is, is something I'm sure you believe that this food security bill does address to at least some extent. Look, I mean, you know, I just do not know exactly how Professor Sen has arrived at this calculation that the food security bill will prevent these deaths. Uh, you know, it is nice and populist thing to say, but you've you got to look at his assumptions, how is he, I mean, with the government being as inept and inefficient as it is, I am just not very persuaded. After all, a PDS system has actually been in place for a long time. Uh, so why is the, are, are those deaths occurring? We've got to ask that question. My own take is that, look, you know, empower the beneficiary by giving the cash transfers. I mean, for three-fourths of the budget of this bill, you could give 6,000 rupees per household per year to 800 million people uh, uh, coverage, uh, the same as the current food security bill. Those 6,000 rupees per household are going to go a long way in giving them the medicine, giving them, and then you inform them, you persuade them, you uh, find ways to get them to uh, buy nutrition. Uh, okay, so empowerment food, of people, medicines, everything who, counts. Who, who need that? I, I take that empowerment point. Empowerment of people, you know, today the poor fellow goes to the shop. I, I'm sorry, shop I, I, I know, I, I, I know that, that Dr. Sen wants to reply to that, and I'm not going to give him that opportunity. Because Professor Jean Dres, he, he always ends these discussions in a rather interesting manner. You have something to show us and explain. Go ahead. Uh, well, it is a little present uh, for some of the other speakers and particularly for Mr. Javadekar. Uh, it's a little zoo uh, with uh, some animals like uh, zebra and uh, giraffe and uh, tiger. And um, basically, my intention is to ask Mr. Javadekar, he has rightly said that to have a debate, we have to create the right ambience and I think it is true that a very tense and agitated ambience has been created by some of the scams that have come out in recent years and so on, so, uh, not recent years, recent days and so on and so forth. But let us not go further and create the ambience of a zoo which will uh, really make any sort of debate impossible. And I wish the zoo also had something like a unicorn or a mermaid uh, or some other imaginary animal because I would offer it to Mr. Padangaria. Because when we talk about cash transfers, we are talking about something imaginary. It's not what there. What are you offering yourself, Mr. Sain? You know, the PDS is there. In every village, what are every you village in the country. Let me finish, please. Every village in the country has a PDS. We have learned a lot about how the PDS can be made to work. This bill is an opportunity to really transform the reach and the functioning of the PDS. And uh, I think that uh, it's much better to do that right away. Uh, rather than talk about imaginary things that may not be imaginary in the future. I'm not saying that we should never, ever have cash transfers. In fact, I suppose certain kinds of cash transfers today, like pensions, old age, old age pensions, which are already in place to some extent. But I don't support a completely theoretical replacement of a functioning or potentially soon functioning PDS in the country uh, with a system of cash, oh, but cash but transfers that exists in no imagination. You're expanding a non-functioning scheme. Vishnu, Vishnu, Vishnu. Yes, Mr. Nirupam, go ahead. Vishnu, I would like to say one thing. The way BJP is trying to stall the passage of this bill, it is anti-poor state. Lots of people in our country are dying because of malnutrition and poverty and starvation. BJP is just busy in its own political game plan. Okay, I think Ms. somehow BJP Ms. will have right. to realize All right. All right. that gentlemen, I'm have to end this. I'm going to, to have I'm completely over time over here. Unfortunately, there are restraints. And Mr. Javrikar, you're going to have to excuse me on hey, this Vishnu. one occasion. Vishnu. Yes. Ten seconds, sir, please. No, no. One minute. One minute. You have to give me one minute. You can't be that partial. You can't be that okay, partial. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Very briefly, minute. sir. The issue is very simple. That everybody, everybody is advising BJP and nobody is telling government is something doing wrong, absolutely right. wrong. Okay, on fair enough, sir. I it take the point Congress, that you are making. You are creating policies. You have created them every day. You are disrupting are parliament all the time. Solution. And you are asking not to vote. All right. Okay. All right, gentlemen. I'm ending the debate over here. Uh, let's just hope that the larger goal of food security in this country 
is a reality at some stage. Thank you all very much for joining us. We're going to quickly move on. Stunning new details are emerging of the railway scam where the nephew of the rail minister, Pawan Bansal, has been arrested for allegedly accepting bribes to ensure that a senior rail official gets transferred to a post that he wants. It's now clear that the CBI was tracking the case for over two months and that they've tracked about a thousand phone calls. But breaking news right now, Rahul Shivastav of NDTV has got details of a letter sent by the Federation of Railway Officers complaining to the cabinet secretary secretariat uh, rahul uh, what does this letter say and am i correct to to believe that uh, there are other officials in the railways who believe that corruption of this sort is endemic to the railways yes vishnu that basically if one looks at the incident of mr mahesh kumar's appointment and the cbi action it's very important to see that this letter written by the federation of the railway officers association clearly indicates that there is a long history of such elements, such happenings in the railway ministry. And the crisis is not just limited to just one post. It has been happening for very long and for many a post. What this letter actually talks about is a three-page letter uh, sent to Mr. Ajay Seth, uh, Ajit Seth, who is the cabinet secretary, and also Mr. Pulo Chatterjee in the prime minister's office. It talks about how uh, they're in the ministry of railways. The rules are different. Rules are changed at any time perhaps in cases of promotions, appointments. General manager posts are kept vacant for long durations and these are deliberate attempts. People who are misfits are appointed as general managers. Juniors are given posts which they, can, they should never be appointed for. Railway board members' proposals are kept hanging till the 11th hour. It also talks about there is virtually no transparency that uh, all the posts and vacancies and appointments which should be there on the website are never put. That's what a DOPT guideline is. The Government of India Ministry of Personal says all such things should be there on the website. It also talks about that timely proposals are never given. In fact, the last paragraph is extremely crucial, Vishnu. It talks about the fact that delays are created perhaps deliberately to signal those who are eligible and those who are not that they need to do something. They need to do something is something which perhaps the CVI has unraveled right now through the raids that 10 crore was allegedly paid for some kind of promotion. What Railway Ministry officials are also talking about the fact very clearly that this payment was perhaps for getting the post of member electrical. And perhaps the government has escaped major embarrassment because if the promotion for, for the movement of Mr. Mahesh Kumar had moved for the electrical, it would have gone to the cabinet committee on appointments, yes. which is headed by the prime minister. And if the CBI raids had happened after that, then certainly the, the damage would have been much worse than what it is right okay, now. Some in interesting points over there, Rahul. We've got a few more details of the scam. Miloni Bhatt joins me now, as does Tanima Biswas. Miloni, um, there, is, there, is a, there is an interesting link to Kanara Bank, a chartered accountant associated with Mr. Bansal, who apparently... So just tell us the details of that angle of this. Well, essentially, Vishnu, this is the story that did Railway Minister Pawan Kumar Bansal's one-time CA when he became the director of Kanara Bank. Did he influence the passage of loans of worth 50 crore rupees Two companies which are associated with Mr. Pawan Bansal's own family, his son Amit, his wife Madhu and his other son Manish. Now the details are such that uh, Mr. Sunil Gupta by his own admission has been working with the Bansal family since the 80s. In 2005, the Bansal family, uh, Mr. Pawan Kumar Bansal's son Amit and Manish and his wife Madhu, they are directors in a company called Theon Pharmaceuticals. In 2007, this Mr. Suril Gupta, who has once been working as a chartered accountant with the Bansal family, goes on to become a non-official director in Canada Bank, mind you, appointed by the government. In 2010, he is elevated to the post of shareholder director. Now, documents that we have with us, which is Crystal, a ratings agency report, clearly show that during that time, nearly 20 crore worth of loans were given to this company, Theon Pharmaceuticals, by Canara Bank. So the question, Vishnu, we are raising is that did Mr. Sunil Kumar Gupta use his official position to swing these loans to the Bansal group of company? The second question that we are raising, Vishnu, at this point is that was there a conflict of interest? Why? This is why. Now, Mr. Sunil Kumar uh, Gupta 
is not just a director of shareholder a shareholder director in Canara Bank and he was not just working as a chartered accountant previously with the Bansal family but interestingly he is also on one of the companies he is on the board of one of the companies Bansi Ronak Energy Group which on which is also the minister's son Amit Bansal so now is there a conflict of interest in this more importantly the other question that we are raising is how did Mr. Sunil Gupta go on to become a shareholder director in Canara Bank? Was there some influence which was used by the rail minister? Okay, Mr. I, I just want to bring in Tanima over here, uh, Miloni, because she's been trying to get a reaction from Sunil Gupta. Tanima, what have you been? What what have you got for us? Vishnu, I'm coming to you from Chandigarh, right in front of Sunil Gupta's house. As Miloni was giving out details of how Sunil Gupta has been working as a chartered accountant with the Bansal family and the Singla family since the 80s. And now, did he in any way influence some of the loans which had been sanctioned by Canara Bank to Theon Pharmaceuticals in which... Uh, Pavan Bansal's family members are uh, in the position of directors. They are in the board. Now, we have been trying to get in touch with Sunil Gupta. We are standing in front of his house, though he has not been available to us in person. But I did manage to speak to him on the phone. What he has told me is that as far as these loans are concerned, he himself did not have any role to play in it. He says that his conscience is clear in terms of a conflict of interest, details of which Maloney has already uh, given out so far. Right. What he's saying is that he is a shareholder director. So he did not directly have any role to play as far as uh, giving out, sanctioning any of these okay. roles, any of these loans rather, to Theon Pharmaceuticals. Rather, what he's saying is Canara Bank always actually, uh, the loans are given out through HDFC Bank. Uh, they do not really sanction such huge roles direct. Uh, okay, so that's what he's, he's trying to explain uh, over there. Tanima, I take the point that, that you're making that he's essentially that he's disagreeing and uh, with with uh, some of these observations or some of these allegations which are emerging. I want to bring get in some reactions. Satyavrat Chaturvedi, Rajya Sabha MP of the Congress, with us. Thank you very much for being with us, sir. Also joining us, Satyapal Jain, All India in charge of the legal cell of the BJP. Firstly, sir, based on all of these allegations and new. Uh, series of allegations emerging. Why does the Congress still believe it's viable for Pavan Bansal to remain in the post that he is presently? For very simple reason. These are allegations, as you said very rightly. But what is the harm? Just a minute. In stepping just down. Minute. Just a minute. First, and then the charges get 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 that's, solved. That's where that's where you need to have a little patience. Once you ask me a question. No, no. Go ahead. Sir, uh, I'm listening. Okay. Now, since you very rightly said these are allegations after allegations, yes, they may be true, they may be wrong. But how to determine whether they are true or wrong? These allegations have to be investigated, and that is what the law says. Once you establish a prima facie, yes, the culpability starts there. Mm -hmm. Okay, we are trying to protect nobody, we are trying to defend nobody if he is guilty but all we are trying to say let the process of law take its own course if it was true for anybody else in this country that the allegations has to be substantiated with evidence and a prima facie has to be established that's a fair point that's a fair point that's you mentioned that's all that's yeah. all so mr satyapal jain why don't you reply to that what is what is mr chaturvedi saying that uh, that's all that wrong isn't the BJP being impatient in this particular case? They aren't for a moment saying that they're going to, they're going to protect Pavan Bansal indefinitely if the charges against him prove to be true. They're saying, let the charges be proven first. What's wrong with that? See, it is, the, it is for the Congress to decide whether they will like to defend or offend Mr. the Railway Minister. It is for them to decide. But I'm surprised at the argument being given by my learned friend, senior colleague, See, the facts of this case, the whole controversy started on 3rd of May. On 3rd of May in the evening, around 9, 9.30 p.m., the news of uh, a member of the railway board giving bribe to the nephew of Mr. Bansal. All this story is known to us. We have asked a very simple Mr. question. What is wrong with what I have permit said me just to, now? Permit me I to, mean, permit to, let, let the process of Mr. law and investigation take place. Mr. Chaturvedi, Mr. Chaturvedi, Mr. Chaturvedi, established. No, no, no. Once no, it is Mr. established, Chaturvedi, then the action. No, no, Mr. Chaturvedi, this is not fair. Let me make.
Now, now there have been allegations against your chief ministers. No, there have been allegations against Narendra Modi. Would only allegations suffice to take action against anyone? Do you think any officer will come and depose against Mr. Bansal? Since 3rd of May, your chief ministers are also facing allegations in their respective states. Are you prepared to just step down your chief ministers? Just because any allegation has been made, be no proof. Because you will ask, let the prime of SCB at least established, and that is what I am asking. What more prime of SCB? Why didn't you ask Narendra Modi to step down once he was who was present when he took over as the railway minister? He was he was apprehended by CBI by getting ninety lakhs, Mr. Chaturvedi, not hundred or two hundred, and the amount is delivered at the residence. Who has been apprehended? He is in jail. He is in jail. They when it comes to minister, all I am saying is, I am not defending him. All I am saying is, please have a little patience. Let the investigation be completed. Let the facts come out. So let the, the conclusions come out. The if person who is giving money is your yes, employee. He will have to he pay the member. The person who is accepting employee is your relative. And your private secretary of the ministry is being interrogated. Do you think so long as Mr. Bansal is the railway minister? You can't have double standards. For your chief ministers and ministers, you have different standards. And for Congress ministers, you have different standards. You can't have dual standards. And that is the hypocrisy of BJP, which stands exposed today. What were your standards when you asked Mr. Yadurappa to resign? Where were your standards? It is your party which is adopting double standards. You are defending your Prime Minister against whom there are serious allegations of allegations. Again, allegations. You are defending your Prime yes. Minister against whom Supreme Court has made Politically motivated allegations are also made against uh, Prime Minister. What politically motivated? But the person, they have to be substantial evidence. Who was promoted by Mr. Bansal on the legal May. process? Your Minister promoted oh, him on 1st of May. And on 3rd of May he is paying 90 lakhs to your Minister's nephew. What more evidence do you want? What more... Uh, the interrogation do you want? Why CBI has not interrogated Mr. Bansal till date? Why is Mr. Sa Bansal has gone to hiding and hiding at his Nobody residence? Nobody is hiding, my dear. He is every day in the parliament house. Nobody is hiding. He is in the parliament house. He is not going to railway bagan. He is not going to parliament house. He is going to parliament house. I saw him today in parliament house. Why he is not making? Why he is not facing the media? The ninth evening when the news broke, need to face was media. it not Let the investigation take place, sir. Let the fire. fair investigation he come out and the conclusions be drawn. That's it. Okay, gentlemen. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, a bit out of hand over here. Different sides of the coin over here. At the end of the day. Will there be justice? Will this process of investigations be free Mr. and fair? Am I, uh, am I unfair by saying and that, I know Mr. that Vijay let Sindla, the investigation be completed money, and let the conclusions be drawn? Once there is a prime of essay against a person, you hang him! Okay, well, Don't sir, leave him! I, I, I am uh, neither the arbiter, neither the judge in this. Let's hope that cash. there is a judge if it boils down to that who rules one way or the other. In the absence of that, Gentlemen, thank you very much for being with us. It's time for us to take this short break.